And on the seventh day, he rested. Or at least decided, you know, let's change this up a little bit. Good, good, good grief. Um, so, yes, this is not uh, an element of uh, today in the future history. I had always intended to kind of have commentary episodes somewhere in the in amongst these. And it just sort of happened that I did it today. Um, uh, the... I hope you're enjoying uh, today in future history. I hope you're, you're. Um, is that what I called it? I don't even remember what I called it. Is that what I called it? I think that I think that's what it is. These are recorded ahead of time, um, by which mean by which way uh, by which words, uh, I mean I'm not really thinking of anything and just doing them, um, on the day. So ahead of time, time based humor. This is probably why I shouldn't be speaking extemporaneously for this uh, <laughs> for this series. So um, I I am I love daily facts. I love sort of you know the little history nuggets. I was never very good at history. I was always the person who uh, kind of saw it all swimming around, and I've struggled a number of times to try to grasp history. I didn't really struggle that hard, and my grasp was pretty loose, but. Um, things like a daily history nugget I find to be really quite uh, quite useful. Um, now, I don't retain most of it uh, because that's insane. I mean, who remembers stuff? So instead, um, I sort of have a vague notion of history, and that's exactly what I'm exploiting. Um, if you have a vague notion of something, use it as the basis for a 30-day challenge, and I guarantee you, um, you will have nightmares. So um, before I started this this month, uh, I did actually do some preparation, um, which is to say I thought really deep and hard um, for a couple of minutes every other day. And then I said, oh, I should probably get started. Uh, it happens. It starts in uh, a few days. And so I sat down and I wrote down a few ideas. And then a few days later, I wrote down a few more ideas and yada, yada, yada. So I have 22 uh, ideas right now, uh, and I know what you're thinking. 22 is less than 30, and uh, that is a little bit disturbing. Um, you did the math really quickly there, and I, I didn't. Uh, not all the scripts are finished. In fact, actually, I think none of the scripts are finished. What's happening each day is I sit down, I try to pick among the scripts that I've already written, and... This is an important division of labor for me. This is something that's working, and this is actually the real goal behind all of this stuff. So I belong to a writer's group now, and we meet every couple of weeks. And for a long time, I've not been able to submit anything of my writing because I haven't written anything. I mean, I could submit things I haven't written. They'd probably frown upon that. Uh, it's not exactly writer's block. It's more like a block in the writer's process which may be exactly like writer's block. Um, and I will say that one of the problems I have is I can write stuff and then I go put it on a shelf somewhere, uh, virtually shelf somewhere, because, I mean, I have a lot of shelves. None of it contains my own writing. That would be something. I actually, you know, I, I remember, I don't know if it was a picture of Stephen King or Ray Bradbury. I think both of them, actually. Not together, because I don't even think they crossed over in time all that much. Oh, they mean, Ray Bradbury wrote stories that Stephen King read, but I don't know if the two of them ever found themselves in the same office or in front of the same library. But uh, I have an image of both of them. I mean, I have separate images of both of them. 
each of them, I guess you might say, in which they are, are, are sitting in front of a shelf of books, and every book on that shelf is one they've written. Now, I, I know the picture I don't have is of, oh, shoot, I've forgotten the guy's name, which is not really useful uh, in this context. He's a science fiction writer, a very cranky fellow. I remember he wrote, I have no mouth and I must scream. And I still not be able to drag out the name. You probably know it by now. Since you know it, I don't really have to worry about coming up with it anymore. Uh, he's a very famous and very cranky uh, author um, and has written some very weird stuff, which I appreciate. Although I haven't read any of his weird stuff in a long time, and I think he's dead now, so I can catch up now. Uh, and there was a story that he told. Uh, I don't know where he told it, but somehow I heard it or read it. And it was a story about uh, the same sort of image where he was sitting in his office and he had a shelf full of his own books behind him. But the, the kicker of it was that he had uh, looked at that shelf. I mean, that's not the kicker part. But he looked at the shelf and the shelf collapsed. It came off the wall or an earthquake happened or, you know, telekinesis finally kicked in. And the, the, the shelf fell down on him. And so the story that he told was essentially that he saw his entire life flashing before him, and it was written by him, and that was sort of a nice, delightful irony. He did not die, much to his own chagrin, I think, at that point, and went on for many, many years. He advised Babylon 5. He, he, he went on to become... I've read books of, or, or essays of writing by him. I could look it up. I, I really could. I could hit pause right now. In fact, that could have been me hitting pause right then. Actually, I could have hit pause at any point in time uh, and gone and looked them up, but I didn't. So Harlan Ellison is his name because you know, I didn't really remember it. Um, so where was I going with that? I don't think I was going anywhere. So it's rather appropriate that I ended up here. With every every day, what I've done is I, I sit down with one of these proto scripts. There are, there are a few hundred words at that point. And uh, I start to flesh them out. Um, I now have uh, a character. I may introduce a second character. I'm not sure. But uh, Ferdinand Zero Hex Lobsterton uh, just sort of seemed to have come from nowhere fully formed. So um, since he was already here and had most of his uh, digits, I decided uh, his digits are seven, um, eight, uh, three, and sometimes two. Uh, I decided just to go ahead and, and, and work on that and, and kind of present that. Uh, I'm intentionally rambling now, so in case you're curious, this is all part of the gag. I just don't know what the other part is. So I sit down with, the, with each of these scripts each night, and they expand to be about three times their size. When I originally wrote down 22 ideas, I thought, well, geez, I gotta have, I've got to have something like, you know, 56 ideas. I'd already planned on having these days of rest, which is weird because I never really planned for anything. And so I was thinking two, two a day. Uh, I have listened to a number of uh, this day in history kind of things. And while they're generally pretty short, about a couple of minutes long, uh, you know, I figured two of them. I'll make it a little longer. And then I started writing and they just got longer on their own. <laughs> they are so... The deliberate part about this, and the thing I discovered, the thing I realized, and I'm going to say all this now, so the next time I do a day of rest, 
uh, I have to make something else up, which is kind of mean to future me, but, you know, past me has never been really all that kind anyway. But um, I realized that this exercise is actually for an entirely different purpose. Um, I've already won. Won? Is that the right word? I've already completed. I've already achieved. I've already uh, proven. I've already uh, overwhelmed. I've already ridiculously overperformed for the 30 days, for the, for the dog days of podcasting. Um, I'm almost uh, uh, 500 times that now. Uh, so that's not the, that's not the challenge for me. Um, I've also done writing and, and done that for, uh, the dog days of podcasting and for the ad dog days of advent. I apologize for last year. Um, uh, that was a, uh, yeah, that was ter- terrible. I also continued to write that story and it is now a first draft. It is a very enormous first draft. So, I wanted to re-examine my process. I wanted to be able to do something that I have not been able to do very much of, and that is editing. And there's nothing quite like having a deadline to produce something, which teaches you the lesson of, oh, crap, it better be better than crap. Uh, by the time you're going to say it out loud, record it, and give it out to people. So the second expansion that I'm writing is kind of an editing pass. And I thought... In my original delusion uh, of how I was a creative, <clears throat> I had uh, I th- I had thought that all of the joy came from the initial idea. Being a pantser, which is not someone who uh, disrobes people, but rather someone who uh, writes by the seat of their pants. Not literally, because uh, my butt doesn't fit on the keyboard. But uh, I had I had misattributed all the joy of creation of stories to the actual initial act of creating the stories. It's a weird assumption. And I don't know where I picked it up because no one would have told me that. Um, Although I I think there is probably some stereotypical uh, depiction of an artist, probably French with a thin mustache, um, you know, declaring that it was never about refinement and always about the initial act of creation. And I, I probably shouldn't have allowed that stereotype um, to pollute my brain or be invented by my brain. Uh, although it's a useful one that I can now uh, just pull out, whip out at parties and say, did you ever hear about this ridiculous um, caricature? Uh, but instead realizing that when I go over the material a second time, it's not boring. Um, this is something that I, I, I realize that I do when I'm reading, too. I don't read a book a second time because I've already read it. And by the time I read it the second time, it's all the same. And I, I don't I don't think I'm going to get a new experience. Now, uh, time has taught me that I also forget things. Uh, time has also taught me that I also forget things and repeat things occasionally. And uh, I, I get something out of the second read just as I get something out of the second write. Now this presents, of course, a tremendously horrific problem uh, because now I'm never going to achieve the the the, uh, the end of the book supply that I already have. And furthermore, I'm never going to achieve it twice. So it's a rather depressing thought to, to continue with. But I really wanted to give myself both permission, opportunity, and a very uh, a painful pinch to move in the right direction. So... 
I didn't actually need to take the night off. Uh, I just sat for about a, a half an hour and with one of the scripts and finished it. Uh, but clearly, you'll hear that tomorrow uh, or today if you've been really behind and you're just hearing them all at once. <clears throat> Which point, this one doesn't necessarily mean much of a rest because it actually takes you longer to experience. So, <clears throat> but. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I kind of backfired on that. Well, this is more like the typical Wandering Out Loud episode. I have been Wandering Out Loud. I am Mark the Encaffeinated One, and I'm really enjoying all the creativity, all the fun, uh, and on just kind of all the normalcy, if, if you can put it that way, of hearing people's voices uh, in the challenge again. Uh, some of you have taken some time off. Some of you haven't continued to do podcasts. Some of you I may have accidentally unsubscribed to, and I'm really sorry about that. Uh, but now I have a great excuse just to purposely listen to you, and uh, it's actually quite thrilling. I'm enjoying it. I've kept caught up uh, each day. I have about uh, 50 minutes of walking every day, and uh, you guys have been accompanying my walking. Uh, so don't be angry that I'm swearing at you. That's just the heat uh, and the hill. So now that I've taken too much of your time, uh, I'm going to say uh, adieu for the evening. And I will come back tomorrow. I believe Ferdinand Zero Hex Lobsterton will be around for at least another week. After that, you may meet some other people. We shall see. So, remember, stay calm and listen again tomorrow. Because, you know, we're not done this yet. It's just the first week. Good Lord. Talk to you then. <laughs>